It's January 22nd, 2021, Friday, and everybody's looking forward to the weekend weekend. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan. Matt, on video, after our uh, epic post-show, the after-show, as it were, on Monday doing audio on stereo, we are back on the OG Wrestling Inc. Podcast to talk about SmackDown. We are, and I want to thank the uh, our listeners from this podcast that jumped over to listen slash watch our emojis. Um, yeah, over there after uh, on Monday night and participate and ask all the questions you guys wanted to ask. You asked some really good ones, and it's hilarious as hell, guys. If you haven't given it a chance, give it a chance. There's generally about 500 of you guys that come on for SmackDown, sometimes more. You know that you'd be doing us a huge solid um, by coming on, but more importantly. We're going to give you different kind of content. Um, yes, we talk wrestling, but we talk everything on there. Like I said, it's no holds barred, and we talk literally about anything that you all bring up. Like yeah. nothing's, off, nothing's off limits. So, you know, as a politician, that's career suicide for the record. <laughs> uh, well, it's going to yeah, and Stereo is now going to be a sponsor of the Wrestling Inc. podcast, so we want to welcome them on board. But hey, if you want to check out the after show Matt and I did on Monday, go to bit.ly slash after show 118. You can listen. Uh, that'll take you to the Stereo app. You can listen to Matt and I, and we answer questions from the audience and audio. So uh, we're going to do it again this upcoming Monday, January 25th. Uh, for the foreseeable future, we're going to do it every Monday after the Wrestling Inc. podcast. And again, appreciate you all coming out. You made us look good. Stereo is on board to sponsor the Wrestling Inc. podcast now. I think uh, this is going to be good, and we couldn't make this happen without y'all so thank you so much for coming out participating and supporting us tonight on smackdown man this was an interesting show tonight um so we opened with more of roman reigns paul Heyman, uh roman addressing kevin owens addressing adam pierce um the thought i have with this is do you think reigns needs a more elevated adversary i feel like Yes, this is just a layup yes. against yes. Pierce. Against what? Who'd you say? Against Adam Pierce, even against KO. And oh. I love KO, but I'm sorry. I thought you said Colonel De Beers. Colonel <laughs> De Beers. Yes. Uh, I'd say yeah. No. Yes. Of course he needs a up. Like upgrades aren't even the word. It's. Uh, but I, I. I. Yes. I know what you're saying. Yes. Yes. And yes. Yes. Uh, Kevin Owens is starting to look like the Washington Generals here going against Roman yes. and. Uh, just it's it's not doing a service to Roman. You can't have someone that's this on fire. Maybe it's uh, a testament to WWE and how they're not building enough mega stars right now. Uh, I mean, Daniel Bryan maybe is someone that could hang. Uh, they're Randy Orton maybe, but they need somebody really on his level to take him to that next level. I mean, I mean, no, no offense, Glenn. Not even they don't even need someone on his level to 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 make this better or like what it was. It's the best. It's been the best angle, in my opinion, in wrestling. One of them, yeah. Um, if the, but so it deserves to be treated as such, and it feels like they're just like this ain't the time to go in neutral. WWE, yeah. You know, what, what are you doing? Randy Orton would have been the next step. I think Randy. I know they got playing Bray. That would have been good. Yeah, but that's the thing. Bray Wyatt can battle anyone. Bray Bray Stick doesn't need. A, a worthy opponent. Bray can just dance circles around anyone and he right. can make it interesting. I think Randy yes. versus Roman would be good. Um, I mean, obviously if uh, you know, they do bring back the rock at some point to face Roman, that will be epic. But with KO, I mean, I just, I, I don't, you know, no one, no one believes he's winning. 
That's what I want. I want an opponent <laughs> where you think maybe there's a chance, there's an angle, something could happen. Yeah, you're uh, right. You're right. Seth, maybe Seth comes back combo break. Great. He'd, be, he'd, be, he'd be great. Um, anybody would be great except for Adam Pierce. Yeah, that's where Adam he's like bootleg Kurt Angle. Like, no offense to either of those gentlemen, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do. And so Sonia Deville now looks like he's gonna be in a GM role on the show. I, I'm curious to see how that plays out. What yeah, she needs to be wrestling. For some reason, they think this is where they can use her the best. But Matt, given where the women's division is right now, and given that you have Bianca and Bailey, you have Sasha. You know what? That's, as soon as I said that, I'm not going to lie, and I hate to put myself over. I'm not trying to put myself over. But when I first got to TNA, what helped me the most was not being put in a wrestling format role. I was Cornette's bodyguard. Yeah. And so what we did was when we'd have it booked so Jimmy missed the show. Right, his flight didn't come in, and therefore Matt Morgan would have to be the GM of the show. And I improved a lot on the mic with that opportunity, and the fans got to know me better um, versus the stuttering character I just left so long ago with WWE. And slowly but surely, people are like, all right, this this big dude can talk a little. And then from there, I got more and more confident, and it helped me a lot. So by the time it was time for me to wrestle, a year went by of me doing nothing but cut promos almost weekly on impact. And it made sense. I was wearing a suit the whole time and it was, and it just made sense um, that you hide my strengths and make me improve my weaknesses to a degree. And um, it worked. So it, it got me TV time. More importantly, got people to get to know me more importantly. So for as soon as I said that, I was like thinking to myself, but she will get on TV every week. She will be in a speaker role an authoritarian role as well. That's good. Um, people are going to be chomping at the bit to eventually want to see her wrestle even more than they do right now. And yeah. that's a good thing. No, I agree. Uh, oh, and I got to shout this out. I just saw this on Twitter. Uh, on uh, Natty, a uh, fan of our podcast, tweeted about this. I know she's in the chat room as well. They just had the first women's match on 205 Live tonight for the Dusty Classic. The women uh, tonight, Priscilla Kelly and Cora Jade taking on Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. So on 205 Live, which is a cruiserweight show, yeah, they just inserted a women's tag. They just team. had a women's tag match. You know, I think this is how they backdoor their way into doing a women's show. And if I'm 205 Live, I'm thinking, yeah, man, a women's show would really, really uh, get a lot more attention. So um, what I'd say, if, if you, you know, let me put this out to the fans. If you want to see the women get their own show, you want to see say the women on 205 Live, well, go watch 205 Live this week. If they see it popped oh. a rating having a women's match on there yes. with the NXT women's talent. But come on, Glenn, how many times, how many times do they have to pop a rating? They already have. Yeah, but it's 205 Live, man. It's 205 okay, yeah. Live. But so like for, um, Sasha and Bailey though, on SmackDown, they've still popped the biggest rating. And, and and they've done it time and time again, Glad. So, yeah. like, I don't know what else they need to hear. And the only time WWE has sold with when it comes to the women and the fans getting pissed off and wanting to see more was when it was give divas a chance. For whatever reason, guys, that shit works. Put pressure on them on social media. Write Stephanie McMahon like crazy. Write Triple H like crazy. Yeah. Write Vince McMahon like crazy. And say give divas their own show. Hashtag give, not divas, give the uh, females their own show. Yeah. Well, here's the reason why I think this is low-hanging fruit, as it were, is that 205 <laughs> Live, 205 Live is expendable. 
205 Live, if they think, like, yeah. Matt, more people probably watch this podcast than watch Definitely. 205 Live on a regular basis. So if yes. they see that the women can get some eyes on that, they're thinking, uh, no offense, okay. cruiserweights, but uh, we've got something Good. we want to see. Can I tell you what I don't want? Yeah. Them bastardizing the women by only having like maybe like two women's matches. Let's put, oh wow, it worked out really good. They popped a rating on 205. Let's have the girls wrestle again on 205. No, motherfucker, get rid of 205. Call it the women's wrestling show. Yeah. Yeah. From top to bottom, though. Yeah. No. Do you I know think, what I mean? I think that would be huge. I think that would and like uh, what are they holding back on the on a pay-per-view for? That was incredibly successful. Some people are set in their ways, Matt. Uh, James and Becky, $10 super chat. Raj Geary, thanks you. We thank you. Hey, guys, just put <laughs> on a wink that USA is going to air NHL on Wednesday nights now that MSNBC Sports Network is shutting down. Wow. Uh, oh, wow. Looks like WWE uh, it's their way out of the Wednesday Night Wars and moving NXT to Tuesday now. What are your thoughts? I have not seen that Good. article, but yes. Good. Yeah. I think that's great. I think that's great for both companies, especially NXT, because they lo they lose a lot of viewers to AEW. And I'm sorry, but NXT does a good job. They've got great talent, and it sucks because a lot of them don't get seen because we're making a lot of. Them, if I had the choice, I'd be making the decision to watch AEW instead. Now yeah. it's a clean slate. They get to be seen on a Tuesday night with no comp, so for impact. Yeah, yeah. doesn't that feel though kind of like? Well, I couldn't beat up this guy, so I found this weaker opponent to go against. Make myself look a little better. I would still pick Impact if Kenny Omega and them come on it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know though, man. NXT. Just uh, <laughs> for that segment. Pretty good. Um, so this set up later in the night. It was going to be Adam Pierce versus Paul Heyman, uh, but lest you think that was actually going to happen, there was a swerve. Uh, Sami Zayn camped out and protested tonight. <laughs> oh, this was, that was so good. good. So yeah, good. His uh, sign, not my intercontinental champion. <laughs> interactions he had. It was so good. So he's, good. He's, he's, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. And I shouldn't even say brilliant because he's probably just being who he really is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's probably effortless to a degree for him. And I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying, this is when you know a character is really in their groove. Right? Yeah. When they're that are extension of themselves, this feels like this would be an extension of him. This is hilarious. I think he stole the show tonight. Um, and the the Roman stuff was good, but the Sammy no, stuff right. was entertaining as hell. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I died seriously. I died laughing. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like Roman, like uh, you know, sort of backhandedly calling Adam Pierce like the p word. Like, eh, I feel like we kind of seen some of this before. Yeah. You know, I want I want new stuff. I just want it to be fresh. I don't want to. Roman shouldn't know. be out there doing the greatest hits. That's when it's going to get old. I know. You know, uh, Natalie wanted to know with her super chat: Should women show be all brands or just Raw and SmackDown? Good to Ooh. hear you guys live. Keep doing your thing. I think it should be all brands. Ooh, so I think they're so stacked. I'm not saying this to kiss ass. I'm being honest. I think they're so stacked. Uh, one show, if you want to put all brands on there, Glenn, ain't enough. Yeah. And think about it. There'd be a lot of women that get left off. Sure. That are but, good and shouldn't be left off. But there's so, like, you could do a match. You could say, like, hey, we're going to have Mercedes Martinez wrestle Natalia. People are like, what the hell's up with that? But, like, you'd watch it. You'd be like, this is the first time ever, only time. You could do, like, crazy one-offs. You could carry feuds and stories. Um, you could have so much happen. 
on that show? That's a great question. In my head, it's always been all the NXT women's talents could pull off their own show. I, I, that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, with some of the top, top, top stars. But I only say that because I don't think there'd be enough room for all yeah. the females. But, huh, that's something to think about. Um, it's a great question. Yeah. That, that's well, how stacked I, they are. What a great problem to have. I know. And I, I just feel like this this could be the best show in all of WWE. Uh, by if they did it right. far. Seriously. Uh, by no. far. They're, they're written better for, for whatever rhyme or reason. Whoever's writing for the women, need they need to be using on all their storylines. Yeah. Um, seriously. Because their stuff is good. It's not just because they're good in the ring. That's a huge component of it. But, yeah. like, they're all different. They're all individual. They're all very concisely different characters. You know every single one of them when they come out, who they are, what they're about within the first 15 seconds. That's what a wrestler is supposed to be. You're supposed to know who we are, what we're about when we're walking out during our entrance. Before we say a word, you should get it. Am I a good guy or am I a bad guy? And then from there, what kind of bad guy or a good guy are we? You're supposed to get a lot of that from the entrance. I will argue, watch the NXT women and tell me you don't get that. Yeah. You do. Yeah, uh, and this match tonight, Oscar and Charlotte Flair versus the Riot Squad with Billy Kay was this entertaining was freaking, as hell. It was, and I got I, we get on the Billy Kay storyline, but I thought nothing for nothing. She did pretty good tonight with what she with her parts, I should say. You know, so earlier, Matt, I was testing out doing a watch along on stereo with uh, NYC Demon Diva, and she was talking about how much Billy Kay is coming to her own now uh, since she split from Peyton Royce. And I'm starting to see it. You know, I think that yes. it was a mistake to make Billy look so thirsty backstage all those weeks. Yes. But now I like that they can rotate her with different factions and teams. She's doing a little more of a comedic thing. So tonight she did uh, distract the ref and yep. uh, cause the riot squad to lose. Which that was good. I hope that uh, I could see them putting her with a partner and getting in a feud with the Riot Squad. Um, maybe they bring over Peyton to help her out and have her back. And that's like they they, they, they just should. They just should. No offense yeah. to Peyton. She's from here locally. She's 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 very talented, but it ain't working for her. It ain't her fault. Um, they haven't written anything for her as a singles act that's worth that has that has stuck. Right. Yeah. She's just the other. She's the other talent in the ring usually in these six man, six woman tags or normal uh, tag matches. It's like yeah. if you're gonna do that, why would you break her up from her sister? Because those two are like sisters. Yeah, they were the Laverne and Shirley of professional wrestling. Like a and, legit uh, tag. No, I agree. And uh, now I think with what Lacey is doing with Ric Flair, I don't think there's a reason for Peyton to be. No, there's not. Just so let's hope that they going. do that. Let's hope yeah. they put her back with her. It, it'd be great. And a feud with them and the Riot Squad could be solid. That um, could be very good. I worry they're not going to give it enough time, though. That's where a women's show would come in handy. Is they could, you know, that yeah. feud could be yeah. the centerpiece of a women's show. That easily could be. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, of course, Billy was apologizing to the Riot Squad after. Um, looks like she might be out of the Riot Squad. Uh, what did you think of Daniel Bryan's? promo he cuts down about the royal rumble your volume went down a little bit i'm sorry oh uh daniel bryan's promo about the royal rumble tonight good very good yeah. a lot I, of people think he could win it and then he would what take on roman i think that's a logical feud that's a wrestlemania main event it is it is i, I just get so frustrated with how they've booked him up until recently yeah 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, he's Daniel freaking Bryant. Do you guys remember when he was coming, when we first got the news? I think Raj texted me and I like almost drove off the freaking road because AJ was coming into his own. I think AJ was like about to be champion maybe at around that time. Yeah. And you guys like, dude, Daniel Bryan just got the okay to come back. And I was like, finally, I'm going to see my dream match. AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. This is awesome. And uh, they did while they had a great series, they did not treat Daniel Bryan like they used to treat Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah, it's been a bit different, but he wants to put younger talents over. He's there more to be a utility yes. player rather than a star. Yes, but he's also incredibly smart enough to realize his value is more valuable to put over that younger star yeah. the more he is built before he does it again. Let me ask you this, Matt. If you were to come back, and I know you have no plans, of course, the yeah. Ryan Rumble season, everyone loves to speculate Matt Morgan might be coming back. Every time you miss a podcast, that's what people think. He's off training somewhere, getting ready for the Rumble. But yeah. if you were to come back, now that you're an older, more mature talent, would it be that I want to come back and I want to be the headliner talent main event mania, or I want to be a Great solid question. worker, put over younger guys, collect a check, make a nice living, and just enjoy yeah. myself? If I was smaller physically, yeah. the, the second choice would be it for me. Hmm. I, I don't get that. I don't get that choice. You can't be. That's why you don't see much of Braun Strowman right now. You can't be a mid-card act as a big guy. It doesn't work. And and that's why big guys don't last when they're not booked as headline acts or main eventers or toward the main event. Um, I I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't keep up with that schedule. Yeah. Um, My body, there's no way. Um, But mainly, obviously, I would never have any desire to come back to wrestle. But that's a great question. I know what you're getting at. Yeah. Yeah. you know, you think about your family, putting food on the table for your family consistently, right, with a great paycheck. But uh, I'm weird, man. I'm so OCD about wanting <laughs> to be the best at everything. I, yeah. C- cliche as that sounds, from anything I do, I've got to win or at least die trying. So, like, I wouldn't be okay with them saying, hey, look, you're coming back, but, like, you're going to be wrestling second on the night. Nope. No, thank you. Yeah. Could you imagine if you'd gone back in 2014 – how potentially frustrated you could have been given the way that things have played out since then. I mean, do you think about like what spot you would have been in looking at the, what's happened in wrestling from 2014 cents? You would think I would honestly, but I I think I'm just too, I'm busy. I don't know what the answer is why I've not really thought about that. That's good. I thought about the first night. I thought about like coming out of the rumble and hearing a reaction maybe, or not hearing a reaction one or the other. That's about the extent of it. And then, from there, um, just having a whole shitload more confidence when it comes to yeah. promos and my wrestling in the ring. And then that's about the extent of like what I've really thought about. Uh, Jody Sean Jenkins, $5. I believe. Ooh. Jody, Shauna, when are you going to have a conversation where each of you gets your own separate YouTube account? Now, you can't tell me this is a YouTube premium thing because they'll let you have five accounts on YouTube premium. So, uh, Jody, stop watching the yoga videos or learn to clear your watch history. And then can you I ask a question? question? Yeah. Glenn, can I ask a question? Do we know for sure these are two people? Because Jody can be a woman's name as well. It was explained to us. Because remember the first time Jody Shawn Jenkins asked the question, you were like, there's no way that woman cares this much 
about professional wrestling because it was like a nerdy question about like the Steiners or something like that. Okay. Like, There's no way. And then Jody was like, no, guys, it's a couple's account. It's cool. And then Matt and I started talking off the air. We're like, what happened in this relationship that they have yep. on their YouTube account? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Who got yes. busted? What did Jody get busted doing? The yes. channel was like, you don't told me what we talked about. Account. Jody, Shauna Jenkins, this is exactly what we did talk about. I was like, if you guys one day see Larissa Matthew Morgan on Twitter, you know I don't have to. Yeah, she can watch, <laughs> watch history and it's just like, what were you looking at? Uh, so, Jody, we kid, you're a great super chatter. You've put yes, you are. children through college at this point with your super chats. It's Friday night, and we just got to get a little real. Uh, Jody Sean Jenkins saying, I still believe Corbin does a good job of getting people to hate him, but yes. is it just me, or has his physical appearance steadily declined? I, I hate – Come on, I Matt. I talk yeah, about yeah, their, I yeah, talk about their yeah. physical well, – go ahead. Sorry. I said you haven't called him skinny fat in a good two years. He is skinny fat, and I hate saying it because I was starting to feel him. I was starting to dig his character. It sucks not having the fans there because I'm telling you, he, she's right. She or he, whoever, which in the relationship sent us that, um, is right. He is the best heel. If when you break it down, bare bones, he makes you hate him. Oh, well, come on, Matt. It's Xbox. He blah 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 blah. Man, I, I I don't know. I think he's improved greatly, and it sucks not having the fans there because that would be his real crowning achievement. Finally, since he's improved so much of just having people throw shit at him. I think. I think he has that much heat. Yeah. I think he's good, but I think that if let me put it this way, he can just go out there and be a douche in front yes. of a live crowd, and he doesn't have to do much to get that heel reaction. The problem sure. is without the crowd, and this is where they went right with Bailey. Bailey had a lot of really good one liners, a lot of really good shtick. I don't feel like they're giving Baron Corbin a heel material. Yeah, so I think that's hurting him because without the crowd. Yeah. You have to be that much better. It's kind of like, mm -hmm. uh, to make the comparison, like sitcoms. You have a sitcom from a studio audience. You watch that. Broad comedy works. People laugh at dumb jokes because you're kind of conditioned to, right? Physical humor. You get a single camera comedy like Curb Your Enthusiasm. You really have to land those funny bits, those funny moments, because you're not being prompted to laugh by other people. And the piped-in stuff they have, the piped-in booze and cheers, don't mm -hmm. do it. People know that's gotcha. fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am air wants to know what's been your favorite Bernie Sanders meme. Are you up on the Bernie memes that have been going? Is that around? a real question? It's the same one every time. Oh, the new one, the with version the of it with him. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, I saw oh. some dude. Yeah, uh, on my Facebook today. Leave a comment. <clears throat> something going on in my city, right? And some of the residents were asking me a question about like a grand opening somewhere or whatever it was, and somebody left a comment in there of uh, um. Uh, that he's going to pull up a chair and watch this. All right. <laughs> Watching this residence go back and either yell at me or agree with me. One or the other. And the meme was a video meme of uh, um, a guy walking into like um, a room with an umbrella and opens the umbrella and it's Bernie Sanders sitting down with his mittens. It's pretty funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. I like the one uh, where I saw where it looks like he's doing the arm bar on someone. He's got someone like it's a UFC submission. Like that. Was no. Great. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Someone did. A good I mean, job. okay. So help me understand this better. Yes. Uh, are they, are they making fun of him for wearing the mittens and what he was wearing or are they making fun of how he was sitting or I'm, I'm both. I don't get it. It's just because he was, uh, he was isolated alone. 
Like uh, in his mask, sitting there with his mittens. People just thought it was a cute photo. It is you know? a cute. He's a, yeah. it, 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 it's adorable. It, I'm going to steal your word. He, yeah. It is adorable. It's cute. Yeah, I think it's lovingly. And you have to remember, I mean, not to veer this yeah. off, but I think that, he, you know, same way Trump voters didn't go away, there are a lot of Bernie voters that never went away, and they're rooting for their guy still. Yes. So when something like this Dude. happens, it's a rallying point, and everyone's ever, you know, I think Bernie, Bernie voters are devout as devout gets, absolutely. bro. And that's the platform, and I think that people, everyone likes the meme. You know, you some, some and memes are, are sometimes removed from the person, but it's yeah, it's uh, you know, it's what the internet's having fun with this week. Jody Sean and Jenkins again, uh, off topic. How crazy is Wandavision? Wandavision, Matt, this show is nuts. The first so two episodes cousin, are like my cousin Sarah's in town from Connecticut. Yeah. Even she talked to me about how great this is. Yeah. I really feel out of the loop. If you watch the first episode, it's like you're watching the Dick Van Dyke show, but it's with Marvel people in it. And there's like all these creepy little things they're hinting at that are like kind of Twilight Zone-esque. It's pretty cool. Okay. Where do I watch this? Disney Plus, man. Disney Plus. Oh, we don't, we have Disney Junior. Oh, you got to get to Disney Plus. Then you can watch the Mandalorian. (laughs) Well, okay. What was the other show? And I tried to look cool. Yeah, and do one of my lies like when I lied about watching Mango, uh, what is it called, Mandalorian, whatever the freak yeah, it's Mandalorian. called, Mandalorian. Um, I tried to sound cool when my cousin was talking about WandaVision by saying, "Oh yeah, and there's this other awesome show like with this uh, uh, green witch and this little green guy. What's that called? <laughs> Something like that." She had no idea what I was talking about. So, Glenn, what was that show you were talking about? Oh wait, which one with the? You said there's something about a green witch. And a little green dude that's from the comic books. No, that's WandaVision. It's the Scarlet Witch, and the vision is oh. green. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Matt, how are you going to get your lies straight? You got to, you, like, when you were a kid, did you sometimes, like, you didn't watch Knight Rider the night before? So you'd look in the yep. TV guide and be like, oh, there was an evil Michael Knight with the mustache. Yes, I watched that last night. The evil no. Michael Knight was no. really cool. Okay, so I'll do you one better. No, it was one like when somebody would call me out and say, like, you don't like Beastie Boys. Go ahead, Matt. Like, when Beastie Boys first came out, their very first album came out. You don't like Beastie Boys. You only know that one song. I'm like, no, I don't. Like, all right, Matt, name one other. I'm like, run down the hill. Um, Johnny's coming for dinner. Like, (laughs) Because I knew they didn't know any either. You know what I mean? Just making it up as I went. And, and totally bombing, and it was obvious that no, I didn't have this album yet. Michael Manessis, I lost faith in humanity when Matt lied to us about watching The Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm trying to fit in with all you cool kids. I, I've done it before, and here's here's what it is. Sometimes it's that I almost don't want to talk about it, so I just sort of give an affirmative because I have something else I want to talk about. So I've, I've faked before that I'm familiar with something, but it's kind of, I can tell someone's in their zone and I want to, I just want to hear, I, I can follow what they're saying. I can deduce, you know, what's happening. The fucking TV show, people. I know, but dude, people are, people are that way about movies. You know what I mean? Oh, I get into them. I'm just saying, like, we're not talking about me lying you about some cancer here. Guys your age. And like, here's, here's the one that I've lied about because I've only seen a third of it and I thought it was dumb and I turned it off. People are like, dude, have you seen Boondock Saints? Like, if you say no, you're going to hear a half an hour diatribe on, oh, bro, you got to watch Boondock Saints. And they're just going to go on and on. So it's just easier sometimes to be like, it was yeah, okay. That, that really wasn't, I agree with you on that. That wasn't, it was okay. 
Yeah, so, so sometimes you just got to kind of move the conversation along and let, let the person have their platform. Don't sell yes. me on it. Just tell me what you want to talk about. And that's fine. I'll listen to people talk about anything. Yes. Uh, Tony Starks wants to know, did you listen to the Rogan uh, Joe Rogan podcast with The Undertaker? Just a part that I saw on YouTube today about the headline, of course, said Rogan uh, accuses, uh, uh, what's his name, Braun Strowman of using steroids. And it's like, no, he didn't. He just said it like, like, I don't know, kind of flippantly. Like, I don't think he really, really, truly does think he's on it because you can't. Guys, it's impossible in WWE yeah. to be on the gas. It is impossible, impossible, impossible unless you're older, which Braun is not. So let's say if you're much, much older where you really do need testosterone replacement therapy, um, I would imagine the doctor would make an exception for that. But then my next argument to that would be that's not enough testosterone to do anything for bodybuilding. It's just enough testosterone to get the little general running or whatever you guys call it out there in wrestling in chat roomville. I was curious, you know, fan you didn't pop for that. I just said they call their little thing the little, the general. little general, and you gave me no reaction to it. This isn't All that right. kind of podcast, man. Now that now that uh, now that you made it uncomfortable, go ahead. No, I was saying so. Uh, Blue Chew, longtime sponsor of the Wrestling Inc. podcast, that's uh, could be doing ads on Wednesday nights because I think Justin and Alfred should get to do some Blue Chew ads for the people. I would pay for the ad, I think, just to watch Alfred after eating. It's coming up. They're going to start. In <laughs> uh, but I was looking at uh, not now Blue different, but I was looking at the new Gen X because I see the commercials. Frank Thomas selling me on the new Gen X. Oh, I've seen that. Yep. 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 Yeah. And I found out it, dude, if you have high blood pressure, uh, like you should not be taking that at all. Of course. So that, that curbed that one. Of course. Think about what these things do. I didn't know. They rush blood to the area. Well, no, but eugenics is different because that's testosterone. Blue Chew is is safe if, if your high blood pressure is not severe. Uh, but with eugenics, like that's testosterone. That's much testosterone therapy. Much different. Uh, anyhow, what we really should be talking about is Dolph Ziggler, who came out to interrupt yes, this promo and cut a promo on the uh, the Rumble. Uh, Cesaro was out there uh, as well, issuing an open challenge. Dolph Ziggler accepted the challenge, and Cesaro beat Dolph Ziggler in like a minute. Dolph yeah. Ziggler is one half of the SmackDown tag team champions. You know. They it's took okay. it's singles, off the it's Street a, Profits. It's okay. It's a singles match. It's a singles match. And it made Cesaro look great, which I'm in favor of. I was okay with yeah. this. Uh, Reginald versus Sasha Banks. What did you think of this? Sasha getting a win over uh, Carmella's sommelier. <laughs> I want to know who this is. Chat room, please tell me who this guy. Where did he come from? Is he an was he an NXT talent? Was Maybe. he an indie talent? Where like where did they get him from? He's pretty damn good. He's very entertaining. He's incredibly entertaining. He remind you know what we used to. Who was this? Oh, I'm not. Gonna, I can't remember his name. Do you guys remember the little guy that came out with the cat, Ernest Miller? He was with no. me in OVW, and I can't remember his name for the life of me. And it's gonna drive me nuts. Morris, he was hilarious. Yeah. But anyways, Somalia what's next? said uh, this was a good match, very entertaining. I'm uh, excited to see where they go next with Carmella versus Sasha. Um, are you really? Are you really excited? I, I, 
I, I listen. I like Carmella. I do. I think she's good, but it, I'd rather see with. We just got done saying how many great talents they have there, and I feel this is a spot that's being clogged at the moment. Well, because here's what you do, okay? You have because remember Sasha's still the SmackDown Women's Champion. You have Carmella versus Sasha. The championship matches. You know, you, let's get that done in the next week or so. You have yes. Rhea Ripley or Bianca Belair win the Rumble, challenge okay. Sasha, and that's okay. going into Mania. Okay, but this whole time, right, when Carmella came back, she could have gone up against somebody different. I know. Um, it didn't have to be – you don't come back from an injury and build somebody up and then have them lose. The, the, the angle. Well, but that's the problem. There's only so many top spots. But Bailey is proving there's life after the championship. You could still be a star. Of course there is. Yes. be relevant. And what about Becky? Before Becky became yeah. champion, she was over like Rover. Well, but they didn't use her nearly as much. Bailey, Bailey is probably getting the best uh, next to Charlotte. No, Charlotte. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Next to Charlotte, Bailey is getting the best non-championship treatment a woman perhaps has ever gotten on the main roster. All right, I'll let you. Yeah, okay. Consistently featured, good matches, given time. You know, they're not putting her on main event, is what I'm saying. So, uh, Intercontinental Championship match, Apollo Crews versus Big E, Sami Zayn on commentary. And once you know it, Sami Zayn uncuffed himself from the barrier, leapt at Big <laughs> E, and caused a DQ. <laughs> Just the fact that he was cuffed to the barrier. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, just you having to read that to me is hilarious. <laughs> It's it's like it's subversive too. Is I mean it's here. Here's what's good about it. I think Matt. I mean not not to get into it, but I think I and this is kind of the brilliance of it. Um, regardless of your political affiliation, you can watch this and think they're making fun of the other side, and that's the brilliance of it. Yeah. Yes. You know? No. This, this he's, he is so freaking fun. He's good. So good. So good. And and that's that's a testament, by the way. If you can do that, if you can literally do something and make somebody, regardless of their viewpoint, say, wow, they're really impossible. sticking it to the other guy. It's impossible. It's literally yeah. right now, more than ever, impossible. And he's done he's, it. He has done it. He is so, so good. Um, of course, after he did the Hoover kick on Big E. And uh, yes, uh, he ranches about how justice was served. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So Roman Reigns uh, had supposedly left the arena. Kevin Owens not there. Pre-recorded video from Owens saying, I couldn't enter the building because Reigns pulled some strings to keep him out. <laughs> like, okay, we know he's showing up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Street Profit showed up with a fruit basket for Sonya Deville. Uh, mm. They got to get the titles back on these guys. Okay. Why, why do, you, do you say that? Because you think they need them? Or no, say that because they're so good, they're the best, and the best should be your tag team champions. Okay, so if you're not going to give them worthy competition, they should be the champs. If you're going to bring, if you're going to mix uh, tags cross brand, and we're going to have New Day versus the Street Profits, if we're going to have like real entertaining matches, if the yeah. Usos were back, it doesn't yeah. matter who's champ because all those teams yeah. are superstars. It's true. But I'm okay. sorry, Rude and Ziggler? No. I, I know. I, uh, 
Yeah. And it, it's, they shouldn't have put, I mean, at least, at least Bobby's getting TV time. It sucks. I mean, yeah. again, he was fine as glorious Bobby Roode from NXT. Yeah. But so over with that. He's doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the Bailey Obstacle Course Challenge with Chad Gable. <laughs> and then Otis showed up. So uh, Bailey runs Obstacle Course, has to carry Chad Gable, who's like, what, maybe like a buck oh five in terms of weight. And um, okay, then Bianca Belair comes out and it's Otis. <laughs> My wife shouts out, kick him in the dick when Otis showed up. What? Yeah, just when Otis showed up. When he showed up doing the, oh, yeah. Like, it was just like... Again, Otis, why do you put yourself in this position? I, I hope you're being paid mean. well to demean yourself. Yeah, me too. Uh, this, was, this was this was. I'll be honest. This was entertaining. Bianca carrying Otis is the most impressive way Otis has been used since they broke him up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was super impressed by it. Holy mackerel! Yes. Um, and guys, give my wife my wife props very quickly. My yeah. wife legit could put me on her back in a piggyback position and squat me up and down ten times. I swear to God, she's strong as hell on her legs. Um, but this was impressive as hell. Um, Otis is a big boy. Um, but this was so good. Like I was entertained by this. I'm normally not entertained by like grab ass segments like this. I'm not. Where they play, you know, when grab asses, like when the dog's chasing its tail over and over and over and over again. Like, I, I'm not entertained by that crap normally. Um, but tonight, I was. Um, Bailey is, good Lord. Did you see her on the Steve Austin podcast? Y'all need to no, see it. No, but I heard it was good. Please watch it, Glenn. You no, will freaking love it. So good. NYC Demon Diva saying, Otis used to carry Mandy around. Now he got carried around. Uh, that's not good for Otis, though. Like, Otis shouldn't be the prop like, hey, Otis is so fat. Let's see who can lift him up. Like, that's not the, probably the best way. That's not what <laughs> of in terms of making it to the WWE. So funny. Okay. What, like, what about Chad Gable? Do you think that did anything at all to hurt him in a way? <laughs> I think Chad Gable, is, I think the Shorty G thing hurt him so much. Like, both yeah. of these guys are being used in a weird, I mean, that's the thing when they decided to literally make Chad Gable, the Bud Bundy of WWE, I think that really <laughs> hurt his credibility. Yeah. And the dude's a legit athlete. That's what's so crazy. Holden Caulfield saying, Oh, this is 24 seven title bound. Um, yeah. Yikes. Uh, Brian raised $5. Reginald is Akeem young from NXT. So Thank you very card. much. I don't remember who Akeem young was on NXT though. No. Dang it. Uh, but no, he's doing a great job. Um, but no, I love this yes. tonight. Bianca absolutely came across once again like a superstar. And of course, uh, Bailey got mad, beat up Bianca mm. after this. Shocker. Yeah. Uh, Dominic Mysterio assured his father he's, he's got this tonight in this match against King Baron Corbin, which means that Dominic Mysterio lost. Handily. Yeah. Yes. This was Dominic's first match in months. Yeah. I got nothing for you. I mean, I don't know what, what I'm supposed to say about this. Yeah, I know. I, I could not have cared any less about this. And I love Ray. He He's actually a legit friend of mine, right? That's somebody that I talk to probably. If something big happens in my life, like I, I you know, we'll talk, right? Mm -hmm. But 
so I, I feel like such a heel, you know, like healing on his kid, right? I remember when he was just a freaking like four year old, five year old. And uh, so I feel like such a dick, but I, I don't, just like I don't, I don't care about Baron Corbin, I don't care about watching Dominic Mysterio one on one with somebody. It depends on what he's doing, but this really did nothing for me. I care about Dominic. I think, though, that the stuff with Murphy and Ray's daughter and Seth really halted Dominic's momentum. Dominic debuted at SummerSlam, had some great matches. Was could you can you imagine that though? Like seriously, like one of your like one of your friends' kids. Yeah, and, like you've got to like judge his match and like say like think about it. I, I feel like such a douche right now, but I just <laughs> not I'm not into it. I don't know why. I'm just not. This your thought, like when you go to you know parent parenting functions and you see the other kids and you think you know my kid, I understand that I'm going to sit through this and I'm going to be proud because it's my child. But I'm looking at these other kids; these are medium talents at best. No, because those are kid kids. We're you know we're talking about when they're growing up, obviously. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like I was entertained a little bit the first time that he and his dad tagged together. Um, I was interested when he had him come in to help him with Brock Lesnar. Thought that was well done, very well done yeah. by Dominic. I'd argue that's what helped get him hired. Um, but that's really it. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Jason McKay, ten dollars. You guys like the idea of bringing back the European title for the women's division, or maybe Queen of the Ring? Well, for a women's pay per view, how many would you give them a year? Queen of the Ring would be fantastic, Matt. Your thoughts? Queen of the Ring would be dope, but so would the European Championship. They do need another title. Yeah, and that's see. Okay, it's all formulating. We can't be the only ones like, like thinking this way. Obviously, someone in WWE has to be already thinking about this because this is just this is this is, makes great sense. I love that idea of a secondary title, and yes, more than one pay per view. Obviously, maybe. Yeah. Maybe maybe you do four so you don't water oh, them wow. down. So you don't water them down. Yeah. Queen of the Ring would be a great pay-per-view. And just do the tournament all in one night. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, Natalie, $10. Thank you. I heard Justin on the pod talking about Ricochet and his promos. I disagree. Go watch him. New Japan and independence cutting promos. WWE is giving him the wrong material and anyone would lose their confidence. Yeah, confidence is a big part, and that's what I brought up if you watched the conversation we had with Justin when he was talking about his promos. And I said that's what happens when you start to get your promos cut um, and you get less and less time to do it, and they overly script you. But you got to overcome it eventually, to be fair. Um, but it's hard. It ain't easy. And I don't think Ricochet's promos – I'm his biggest fan on this podcast, I'll argue. Um, but – he should be better in his promos than where he's at right now. And that's not on him. That's on them not yeah. giving him the opportunities. Because, again, that is where your confidence gets brought up from is more and more opportunities. Like John Cena got more and more and more and more and more and more. You know, so, of course, he was going to be awesome because he got all his flub ups out of the way very early on. You know, where he could do no wrong on a microphone after a while because you're that confident out there. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, it's it's like when AJ, uh, 
AJ, I'm so sorry. AJ, real quick. My example was AJ Glenn that I used. Mm. AJ Styles promos were another good friend, but rotten. They weren't great. He wasn't a good promo in TNA. Are you kidding me? And everyone thought that would always be his weakness. If he ever went to WWE, he'll be a great wrestler, but can't cut a promo. Well, look at him now. And how did he get there? WWE kept force feeding him microphones. More time, more time, more time, more time. To where he improved. Daniel Bryan was not a great promo on the Indies. No, he was not. Sometimes yeah. you get very into it, very emotional about stuff with, uh, uh, um, come on, a guy from the UK who had to retire early because of uh, Barrett? <sighs> hepatitis. Oh, uh, come, um, on. come on. He wrestled in TNA as Desmond Wolf. Oh, uh, yeah. He's uh, now. Um, all right. You all know. Who cares? Nigel McGinnis, CM Punk. There were some promos that would get Daniel Bryan a little bit spurred up at, at Ring of Honor, but they weren't world beater promos like they are now. So again, it goes to show you, you can't just write somebody off because they're great in the ring talent wrestling wise and always branded as, well, they can't talk, so they'll never draw money. Mm. AJ proved that wrong. Daniel Bryan proved that wrong. And others have proved that wrong because WWE kept feeding them microphones over and over and over week after week after week to where they improved. And they have not done the same with Ricochet. And that's, that's not fair. I think that it's because the man and the man being Vince McMahon and creative is trying to use these talents the way they think they should be used. I think it's kind of like music. You know, you but have independent Vince and he sees them the same way. He yeah. sees Ricochet, AJ, Daniel Bryan in the same box. I promise. But his vision of them is different. Um, let me give you an example. I was going to say like Green Day was an independent punk band. They signed to a major label and they took what they did to the next level. It worked great. I think AJ Styles is an example like that where there was a synergy with what Vince saw, what AJ brought to the table, and they combined their success and it worked. Uh, you think of like Ricochet. Uh, remember when, when uh, John Mellencamp started out as Johnny Cougar and then John Cougar Mellencamp. Like the record label tried to make him something he wasn't. It didn't fit him. Ultimately, he walked away from it, reinvented himself. Now he got lucky. He succeeded. There are a lot of other independent bands inside of major labels. You never heard from them again because like nobody wanted to buy their cleaned up right. sound. That was what the man thought they should sound like. But coming into that company, yeah, when a, to Vince McMahon on day one, these people coming into that company, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Ricochet were in the same exact hmm. box. I promise you. Vince had no clue who the fuck any of them were. And that's not and that's a shoot because he doesn't watch the competition. He really legit does. Everyone else there does. He does not. Do you think Ricochet's move set and his is awesome, stunning good looks, um, movie star, or, movie star, good looks? But do you think that hurt him? Because like when he came up, we were like, this guy could be the the face of the company. This guy could be the next Cena, Rock, Hogan. Do you Why think not? that? Okay, but here's the thing. Do you think that because he looks so good, his mm -hmm. moves are so incredible? They were like, well, all we got to do is put that out there and the promos will write themselves and it'll be fine. They didn't put enough emphasis on his character or his promos. And real quick, this is why I'll, I'll use my AJ example because AJ was supposed to be all flash as well. He was supposed to be all moves. The innovator of offense is AJ Styles. He's the most steeled upon wrestler of all time, by the way. Mm -hmm. Legit. When he was on the Indies and they have the best AJ Styles tapes that all wrestlers were sharing that with one another and stealing from AJ over the years. Um, so AJ, more than any other wrestler, was known as the spot guy, was known as the athletic guy that invented different stuff. So 
he, just like Ricochet, has that flashy offense. Now, I will not say he's got the movie star good looks that Ricochet has, but the moveset, as far as being super athletic and forward thinking, yes, he does. Or yes, he did coming in. Uh, again, I just, you got to give him an opportunity. That's yeah. all. Just give him that opportunity because he is not, there isn't somebody else out there like him. Yes, there's guys that can do high spots. I'll argue not with the grace that Ricochet has in the air when he does what he does. His stuff just to me looks different when he does it than anyone else. Yeah. I'm telling you, with AJC, I think AJ had to work harder uh, coming yeah. in. Yeah. With the Billy Ray Cyrus look circa 20, you know, 16. I think AJ had to work a little harder with his promos to be taken seriously. Ricochet, I think they thought was going to be more of a layup. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I just know he doesn't get a lot of microphone time in the middle of the ring when, when fans were there. If you yeah. notice, Ricochet's promos were all backstage. Now, uh, as a wrestler, you want to cut the promos in front of fans because you feed off their energy. Yeah. Uh, Shooter McGavin, five pounds, saying Vince could buy a yacht and call it Mrs. Good Shit Pal. On Cesaro section, shirts alone, why does he refuse to see money in the guy? I think it's the same thing. I think Cesaro, very attractive man, very charismatic, one of the pro probably the best all around wrestler working, uh, certainly in WWE, if not all of wrestling okay. today. Um, but I think yeah, he opens his mouth yeah. and Vince is like, yeah, people don't want to hear this. The accent, I'm going stupid. with Kenny Omega. I'm going with Kenny Omega right now. I said w well, WWE, if not wrestling, but right. yes, I think very well regarded. But I'm telling you, like, people get stereotyped. I don't mean that in the, in the traditional sense. I mean that your boss sees you one way and that's yes. going to free you and hold you and down. And that's why we won't emotionally invest in him because we know the carpet's going to be yanked again. Yeah. Yeah. Our chat room, very divided on Ricochet's looks. They're saying he's ugly. No, there's just some some people. Well, I've seen more of the women that are saying that that he looks like a movie star and he's very attractive. Yes, guys, get over yourselves. He is just just admit it. Just say he is and, and move on. They're threatened by it's his. Much, uh, it's much faster. It's easier. <laughs> Paul Heyman versus Adam Pierce uh, did not happen. As man, I was hoping this was going to happen. Oh, uh, I bet you thought this was going to happen. <laughs> But I want you to know what Paul Heyman tripped. Card subject to change. He used Adam Pierce's logic back on him. And uh, instead, Roman Reigns came out, beat the crap out of Adam Pierce. Then Kevin Owens came out, beat the crap out of Roman. Uh, we went off the air with Owens standing over Reigns yelling at him. So, oh, yeah. About this time. We should, have got, we should have gotten this, Glenn, maybe a month and a half ago. Of yeah. the, out, the out shot of KO standing over a prone Roman. You know what I mean? Standing this, tall. This feud has gone on way too long. Okay, so I agreed with that I, when we first said it, which means this really has gone on too long if we've said it previously. Um, but then when they had that, was it was it Hell in the Cell? I don't know. Maybe was it? They had a cage match. I don't yeah, know. I think it was a cage so. match. I was really impressed with that cage match, and I had thought at that point they already overstayed their welcome. But then they blew me away with that match. So. I don't know. I, I think I'm being too nice here. We got to start being more honest with the Roman stuff because we want it to succeed. It has been so successful. He's done his best work. This is on the damn company now already. That's as creative as you can get for your top star. You're giving him freaking Adam Pierce. Yeah. What Telling the you, hell? Got to get a switch. I hope it's Daniel Bryan. I, I think Daniel Bryan is a very good shot at winning the men's rumble, challenging Roman. 
It is, but then we got to wait forever. Mm. Yeah, but Daniel Bryan is a great promo, huge underdog. They could do some good stuff. Roman can Roman can, can tear him a new one on those promos. Can we get three? When's WrestleMania? Uh, like three months from now, beginning of August. Beginning of August? August? Oh, no, no, April, sorry. Two, April. two months from now, two months from now, because we're almost in February. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's be it would be great for Roman to be able to work a babyface DB. Like, that's the best situation he can get, honestly, other than, obviously, uh, Rock. We get some good tag matches with uh, KO and Daniel Bryan versus Roman and do, Jay. Do you know what I really would have liked to have seen? Heel Roman being able to do this versus Cena. Cena mm. all smug, thinking he's got the fans like he did that one time when he got Roman stuttering out there and messing up his words. I'd like to see him have to come out there and Roman just beat the snot out of him verbally on that mic. Just once. Well, I don't rule it out. Cena came back last year to put Bray over. I think Cena could come to the Rumble. And you then know, Cena thought he was shooting from the hip that night and being cute and you know trying to big dog the big dog. I I, I didn't like that. I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, there's a couple different ways they could go with it, but no, I think Cena. I think that's a good call. That is quite possible. Um. So on that note, Matt, your final grade for tonight. One to ten. A lot of grades. One to ten, right? Um, let's do fans. You already know you're probably saying in the chat room right now what I'm gonna say. Matt's gonna say seven again. Yes, seven. There you have it, folks. Why just me? What's yours? Ah, sure. Seven. Seven's good. I can get down with seven. Not me. Well, people care about your opinion about that, you know? They don't. People doesn't want oh, what's Glenn's grade? This isn't Siskel yes. and Ebert. WWE isn't putting our thumb rating on the uh on the posters, you know? <laughs> okay. On that note, folks, uh, let's wrap it up for tonight. Monday night, Matt Morgan and I are going to come here. We're going to do the wrestling Inc. podcast talking about raw after we're going on stereo to yeah. do a live chat. So pay attention to our social media. We'll post the link Monday ahead of time. Want y'all to participate. You can ask questions for free with audio coming on as an official sponsor of wrestling inc you can check out last week's uh stereo the after show as it were if you go to bit.ly slash after show 118 he's at bp matt morgan and matt glenn rubenstein and we'll catch you back here on monday on the wrestling inc podcast take care bye guys support for this podcast and the following message come from corient corient provides wealth management services centered around you they focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals no matter how complex they may be real wealth requires real solutions for more information connect with a wealth advisor today at corient.com that's c-o-r-i-e-n-t.com corient.com